Shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Caller, get late tonight. Swishy road, tack, I speed by. I hit the highway. Making money to fly away. But this gotta be a better way. Better way. Bobby Boucher. Intergalactic boombox. What up, true believers? Kyle A. Bear here. Thanks for tuning in, even though this is a downloadable or streamable MP3. And not actual radio. What's your favorite man in a suit creature film? My sat cats. Get dibs first. The people that donate Satoshis on streaming podcasting 2.0 apps. Go to newpodcastapps.com so you can get in on the action. Midas says pale man and fawn in Pan's Labyrinth. And he sent 5,000 Satoshis through the fountain app. Dave Jones from Podcasting 2.0 says, I think my most memorable creature movie costume is Swamp Thing from 1982. Used to come on HBO back in the mid-80s, and I watched it a ton of times. And I really loved that movie at the time, and haven't seen it since. Well, it's pretty campy. (laughs) I'm not so sure it plays as great as it did as you remember back then, because I used to watch it too. If you want to see something good, watch the Swamp Thing uh, TV series. That was unfortunately canceled So there's only one season that doesn't give total closure, unfortunately, but it's really, really good stuff. It's on HBO Max. So thank you, Dave, for the Rush Satoshi donation of 2112 using Castomatic. Other peeps chimed in with their favorite man-in-a-suit creature, Adam Tilford, The Bitman, Brace Lou, Legendary Broly 92, Zack, Evoluter, and Brett Z. Oh, and let's not forget a sloth in a trench coat. They are all about Godzilla. Michael says, anything Ultraman. Or Godzilla. Spookizer says, Gamera. Gamera is really neat. He is made of turtle meat. Anyway, Hunter Harshbarger and Jazzy O says, Definitely alien. Peter Smith, Dr. Stance, Project Katana, Leo, Abraham, Jigsaw, Scarface, Grimm. They're chalking it up to Predator. I assume you guys don't mean the Jean-Claude Van Damme early version. And Majin Eric asks, Do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles count? Oh yeah, you betcha. New question. What video format holds a special place in your heart? 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, HD DVD, VHS, Beta, Laserdisc, video CDs, anyone? For me, it's about 4K. 4K with HDR, man. The colors, the clarity, the sound, and it really pops if you've got a big 4K TV. I mean, even an upscale Blu-ray is practically top tier. And even though I do stream, mostly out of convenience, most of my movie and TV content with gigabit internet speed, the quality is still unsurpassed on physical media. So, what's your favorite video format? At BoomboxPod, and I will read over your answers next week. A Twitch streamer with over 40,000 followers had her Instagram account yanked temporarily. Her name is Squid Game. And Lydia Ellery calls shenanigans since she's been going by that name Squid Game since 2012. She was not told why her account was banned. Her best guess is that fans of the hit Korean Netflix show may have uh, email bombed Instagram HQ to complain or maybe even try to acquire the username. Maybe a cease and desist email shows up. Regardless, she has had a lot of support with a top thread over at Reddit. 
Now, if Netflix legal was behind it, sure, they're within their right if their contracts have that specific verbiage. But Lydia, again, has been using this name for the past nine years, built up her following with that name association. Leave Lydia alone. And on a somewhat related note, my favorite squid game is Splatoon. And now, 10 Second Theater presents Squid Game. You must follow the rules exactly or you will be eliminated. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. Oh, Does the world need another giant corporate, censorable, centralized, bloated, ad privacy invading podcasting directory? Bloomberg did some snooping around and found out that YouTube is on the verge of expanding its podcasting services with more specific feature offerings. Of course, it's all rumor right now, so no official press release or, or details. Now, my podcast here, the Intergalactic Boombox, I do have it on my YouTube channel, Kyle Hebert VO, and each episode does get, you know, maybe a dozen hits or so. It kind of bewilders me that YouTube, a visual medium, would be someone's go-to for audio-only experiences. I mean, outside of hours-long relaxation videos or something. And I know YouTube music is a successful platform, but to me, YouTube is something you actually engage with with your eyes and ears. I don't know, maybe it's a Generation X thing. Ah, these kids, get off my lawn. But I keep hearing that growing and distributing your podcast includes having it on YouTube. So that's what I do. Google Podcasts is already a thing. They're not number one. That goes to Spotify, according to Buzzsprout. But uh, yeah, yeah, they've had previous attempts like Google Play Music Podcast and something called Google Listen. Maybe having a podcast section on YouTube. The streamlining would be helpful. Discoverability is always an uphill battle. So maybe YouTube podcasts could work as long as they have like a YouTube premium option with no ads. And if they have exclusives, that goes back to the argument that it's not really a podcast. It's just an exclusive. If you're a podcaster, would you want your podcast listed there since they're so mainstream? I mean, it'd be silly not to, right? You want to cast as wide a net as possible in terms of global reach. Now, of course, you know I was going to bring this up. I still say podcastindex.org and the podcasting 2.0 movement. That's where Google should really focus their attention, you know, because that's realistic. (laughs) Decentralized, no censorship. Well, one can dream, right? If you are a Pokemon completist, you know you gotta catch them all. Even the 16 different ones emblazoned on select packages of Oreo cookies. The rarest one is Mew. I think it'd be the hardest thing to not eat all these cookies, but, you know, money's a great motivator. eBay has the elusive Mew Oreo Oreo listed for as high as 100 grand. You know, as I'm sitting here recording the podcast, one guy is selling all 16 Oreos for just $500. They're listed as used. Ew. So if you have kids, you may want to hand the Oreos individually to them so you can check each one and make sure that Junior doesn't eat his college fund. (laughs) Oh, hello. I'm Gitz, and this is my partner, Shiggles. Hello. You ever say to yourself, self, it seems like some of these cool movie themes to my favorite flicks could use some lyrics. Oh, all the time. Like, look up in the sky, it's a bird. No, it's a plane. Whoa, it's Superman! Or Indiana Jones' hip. He's got a cool hat and a real big whip. 
Pindiana. We are dinosaurs and we're mostly CG because life finds a way. What's another one? Tom Cruise just did his own stunts while climbing skyscrapers into my helicopters, playing wings. Mission Impossible. All the movie themes that should have words. Right now. Operators are standing by. Okay, not really, because this isn't real, and we can't afford operators. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Can I borrow $5? You could borrow my foot up your pee hole. Ouch. That would really hurt. Okay, bye. Back in the day, gamers could count on G4 TV to give them their fill of video game content. And then they got squid-gamed when it was rebranded into an entirely different cable channel. And while G4 has popped up, with uh, Twitch streaming content this year. The fact is, not everyone uh, cares for that particular venue, you know? Well, everything old is new again. G4 TV is coming back with the classic programming and host it's known for and an actual cable channel to boot. That is if you're with Comcast, Xfinity, Verizon, Fios, Cox, and Philo. The good news is for cord cutters, you don't actually have to get cable again or up your programming tier to access this lunacy. Veteran host Adam Sessler says the content will be available on Twitch, plus other distribution channels to be announced soon. The greatest hits, of course, include fan favorites Attack of the Show, X-Play, and Ninja Warrior, alongside some new shiny things like a D&D limited series. Competition for Critical Role? Biggest question is, will they bring back the Cops Marathon? Bad boys, what you gonna do? Conspiracy here. Perhaps you've heard GIF, which stands for Graphics Interchange Format, developed by Steve Wilhite in 1977. If you think it's pronounced GIF, I have news for you. What a bunch of hooey! You gotta be high on paint fumes if you think GIF is how it's pronounced. GIF is peanut butter. Even GIF brand peanut butter tweeted that it's pronounced GIF. Uh, hold on, excuse me. Ken, uh, Oxford Dictionary says it can be pronounced either way. Yeah, well, their opinion is wrong. <laughs> Look, I say GIF too. But if we're going to go down that route, should we say giraffe instead of giraffe? Why don't you go back to Party City where you belong? Speaking of Party City, here's a new tinfoil hat. Oh, well, thanks, Carl. Don't mind if I do. Thanks for checking out the show. New episodes post Fridays. Follow at BoomboxPod on Twitter for updates. And remember, those who dare to fail miserably can achieve greatly. And if you fail greatly, you'll go viral. Till next week, I'll see you on the flippity-floppity.